thoughts, ideas, people, caravan maintenance, trundle beds. What's that plastic thing doing down there? Shut up, Renee. Quiche. Niche. Niche's quiche. feel funny at night yeah does your anus feel funny at night does it wriggle and jiggle does it feel not right you've probably got worms yeah you've got them worms yeah pick them at your bum yeah pick them at your bum yeah pick them at the bum and they wiggle around we got worms the whole family got worms we all got worms and at the same time nits i got nits on me head and worms in me ass i'm basically a zoological garden um yeah, worms everywhere. Worms, worms, worms. Worms in my bum and nits in my head and fleas in my eyeballs. Um, how you going? Are you good? Are you good? Are you feeling good? Uh, speaking of animals again, I um got bloody uh I got pissed on last night, or or it came on me. It it, it ejaculated on me. I can't work out what, which one it was. So I bought a um I was at Aldi. And I should be sponsored by Aldi for saying Aldi now. Give me some fucking dollars, please, you Germans. Um, I was at Aldi and there was a, a really good, like a proper telescope. Like a good, good, good one. Um, and I bought it. And I was really excited because I'd bought another one off a deceased estate auction for 20 bucks. And it didn't have any of the lenses and stuff. And I was like, oh, well, this is a bloody waste of money. But it looked good. Um, so anyway, I found a proper one at Aldi and I got, I was really excited. So I set it up outside last night under one of our date palms and then this toxic, I heard the rustling above me, but toxic rancid, like it, it can't have been an ejaculate because there was too much of it. Um, they say a human ejaculate. I remember, does anybody remember this fact from high school when they're talking sex education and when they talk about the ejaculate and when the semen comes out, they always say it's uh, basically a tablespoon's full. <laughs> just the way they describe it as a, a teaspoon or a tablespoon's full of uh, ejaculate used to just, it didn't sit with me right because, you know, yogurt and spoons. Anyway, it, this was like a bloody half a cup full of oh, toxic smelling kind of white yellow piss cum that landed all over me and my brand new telescope um so i bought it in so i, I washed i cleaned it off out there had a shower awful disgusting anyway attacked by a possum with worms in me asshole worms asshole um yeah there you go so it's been a it's yeah it's been a has it been an animal like week not really. I've soundproofed... The, I mean, you've probably just heard a bus go past then, but I have soundproofed properly um, in my basement now. So I'm feeling... Oh, gee, I should turn the mic that way. That makes it a bit better, doesn't it? That's a bit more professional, isn't it? Um, so I think I've soundproofed my bunker a lot better. So the podcast will be... I've got a big surprise for you in the podcast later on, by the way. I'm quite excited by it. Uh, and sorry if this is late. I mean, I don't even know when. Look, it's just, like I said, I'm, I'm sure a lot of... I mean, I know there's people who are really anal retentive and they do their podcast right on time. Um, I don't. I just do it when I can and when I have the time. When I have the mood as well. I was in a foul mood this morning. Oh, my God. Um, but then I was like, nah, do it. Do it, mate. Because uh, I bloody just... I got a $1,000 electricity bill, you fucks. So I just rang them then to uh hang on a minute i'm just going to play with the levels on this little bastard on the side of my microphone here this is the least professional podcast going around is that better that sounds better than me anyway um one thousand dollars for the quarter that can't be right so i rang up the provider and like threatening to leave so i know that, that there's a thing where they'll give you a lower rate anyway because you know that if you didn't respond to some letter which my partner said she heard um, she didn't, so we're on some extravagant rate, um, and we'll have to pay this one. That's you know all there is to it. Uh, but as as it happens with those 
fucking places and they put you on hold to check something and suddenly they cut you off to make it difficult for you so i'll ring back in a minute well well, after this podcast and i'll i've got a recording app on my phone so i'll record the call and i'll really get ripped in i'll rip in um uh, anyway uh hey thanks for all your messages during the week there's been some lovely bloody ones really sweetie guys you little sweetie bastards uh rebecca and carl tara uh, where are you, Tara? I think you're a long way away. Um, where am I? Ooh, uh, oh, hang on. I did get a response from someone. Look at this. Endermole Shine. Hi, Sam. Thanks for reaching out. Yes, I did receive your T-tail. Very original, fun way to grab attention. At the moment, we don't have any suitable roles at ESA. Fair enough. However, we've always got new projects coming up, and so should something come up in our wheelhouse... Oh, that's so nice. Sorry, what basically what happened here? Sorry, I thought this was a, a Nisha's Quiche email, but it's not. Um, oh, that's so nice. I didn't receive one reply. That's the first reply I've received. So basically I stuffed a um, an envelope with a whole lot of uh, weird things and my image and a tea towel trying to like get some work writing. And I was convinced no one had responded to me and Tara did. Thank you, Tara. You bloody sweetheart. I, I, I had given up. I just thought the corporate sector were a, a bunch of fuckers, but obviously not. Um, anyway, Alexandra, uh, thank you for your email. Who else is here? Uh, ben Johnson, I hope you're good. What's going on with you, mate? What's going on? You're right. Uh, Rebecca Wright, uh, Rebecca White, sorry, who told me about the Mount Martha Sea Wolves. Thank you very much. I know about. I don't know about them. Uh, in particular, but I do know a lot, lots about um, old people going in the in the water uh, early in the morning and friendships and stuff like that. Uh, I had a great conversation re my two minute noodle mix uh, with a guy called Raj, who's a food technologist. There's good stuff going on, guys. And um, next year in Adelaide, I concurrently, as I am performing, will be running. Sam's Stupid Sausage Sizzle. There you go. And it is. It's for the Silly Billy Walk. I didn't want to call it Sam's Silly Sausage Sizzle. It's a Sam's Stupid Sausage Sizzle. And it's basically me just selling sausages in bread with onions and basic sauces. No changes. Set price in Adelaide for a month. Which sounds like the... Like, what are you doing with your career? But it's going to basically set up the funding platform for Silly Billy. And um, then we're going to be doing the Silly Billy Walk in... Uh, in March next year, national. So it's all on, guys. We're all bloody on. Very excited by it as well. Bloody good things. Good things coming our waysies. Uh, who else did I get messages from? Um, Guy McGrath sent me a better one. There you go. I can download that. So Guy is our truck stop fella. Um, he sent me one. So we'll play that later in the podcast. Have I downloaded that already? Did I bloody already download that, mate? Um, yeah, so that's that's coming up, and uh, also really, really, I'm, I'm I'm meandering. Daddy's meandering. Hey guys, get ready for this. You ready? There you go. I farted into the microphone. That's just for you guys. Just for you. My favourite video on the uh, on the internet. I don't know whether it's set up or not, but god damn it, it's funny. Um, I wonder how many people just switched off. Then he just went, oh my god, he's just he's farted into the mic. But it was cute. It was a cute one. It wasn't wet and sloppy and weird. It was just. You know, that's that's a sign of a healthy date. He's got a healthy sphincter, that fella. If there's one thing they say about that Sam Simmons, he might not be funny, but fuck, he's got a bloody healthy date. Um, my favourite video on the internet is this guy who gets into an Uber. I mean, it's an awful thing to do. <laughs> it's so funny. And my wife loves it so much as well, and she's disgusted with herself for liking it so much. He gets into an Uber. Just puts his ass into the section between the two front seats where the driver is and does a massive fart. And as he does it, he goes, how's that? And then the guy, the Uber driver's like, it stinks, get out of my car. And then the guy who farted goes, it's a joke, man. It's a joke. It's so funny. And so now uh, my partner and I, I, well, I do, I'll fart around the house and say, how's that? Uh, Which I shouldn't have done to you just then. That was rude. I'm going to play something for you right now. Big surprise coming up in a minute. Okay, I just thought it'd be fun to drop in here um, the audio of a monkey pleasuring itself. Okay, here we go.
Uh, just so you know, that's uh, that wasn't a monkey pleasuring itself. It was uh, just some audio of a, a monkey being excited. Okay, um, here's a nice message from Owen Trigenza. Uh, here's a list of funny bird names to read out on your podcast. Thank you, he's giving me bloody material. That's what you're bloody doing, mate Uh It says, a uh, list of funny bird names. These are all legitimate. The Satanic Nightjar, like that one. Boobies, yes. <coughs> Well, sorry, hiccup. I know what they are. Blue-footed boobies, they are. Uh, a little bustard. Um, I think a bustard is a type of duck, isn't it? Um, a dick. What is that? A, a dick Cecil. Excuse me, what is going on with my dick Cecil? You seem to be holding it and nothing is happening. I want some more action on my dick Cecil, please. Um, the tiny nice... Oh, the, the tiny sky tyrant. That's cute. Go, the go-away bird. I'm gonna look at that one. I'm dang, I'm gonna write that one down. I'm looking that up. The bloody go away bird. It's a really unimaginative um, name, bird. Like, like the city of Townsville. The worst, the most unimaginative name for a for a city. Townsville, the go away bird. Yes, well, we'll look that up. Uh, what else have I got here? The pendulum tit. Yep, I know about the tits. Horned screamer. That sounds good. Uh, fluffy back tit babbler. That sounds made up like that though the the fluffy back tit babbler and the slight the sad what the sad flight catcher there you go thanks owen good stuff love it uh all right uh god do you know what happened yesterday sorry kid kid story alert i don't know if you guys like this stuff or not but it's just human it's just you're ageist if you're thinking it's just you know oh he's telling adorable stories about his child um, so yesterday was some weird science day where we, all the parents had to go along and uh, do things with the kids. I read the time wrong, and I'm normally like one of the good, the good parents who gets things right and gets there on time. And I arrived late, like half an hour late, and my kid was in tears. And it was there were heaps of kids where their parents didn't even turn up because you don't know that this is meant to be a big thing. And you got to think that when you're a kid, and your parent doesn't rock up to one of these things and everyone else's parents are there, it's heartbreaking for them. Oh, so yeah, my little one was in absolute, t- like Luna was crying her tits off. And uh, anyway, I got there and um, it was all good, but it took a good half an hour, to, not half an hour, a good, good five minutes, the kids, to calm her down, like daddy, daddy didn't mean it. Daddy love you, daddy love you. It was, um, and it was, it was cute, it was a cute thing. It was just for the kids to show off. but. I don't think we really understood how important it was. So for the poor kids that were there without without their parents, I felt awful for them. Um, I did say to the vice principal this morning, I said, oh, those kids are going to be scarred. And she's like, yeah, you know, what, for half a day, then they'll get over it and forget. And it's like, uh, don't know about that. My, my daughter still brings up um, stuff from like when she was two, vivid, torturous stuff. And you're like, fuck, how do you remember that? I'm sure that'll drop away, though, when she gets into her teens. I don't remember stuff from when I was a kid. Maybe I blocked it out. Um, Anyway, I had a... uh, God, I had such a moment last week. So I was meant to go to the parents and teachers committee, the PNC or whatever it is. And I got there half an hour early, and I didn't know that I was there half an hour early because, once again, I read the times wrong and that that was for, you know, higher-up people to be at the meeting. And I was like, okay, cool, well, I'll go off and get some dinner. I was really hungry anyway, so I was like, great, I'll just, I'm in Newtown in um, Sydney, if, and Newtown's like, every second shop in Newtown's a Thai restaurant, that's how it goes, it's like Thai food, um, bad cafe that's going to go out of business, bar that won't work, Thai food, uh, cinema, Thai food, hardware store, Thai food, bank, closing down, Thai food, um, so I thought I'd just pop in and get some Thai food, it's always quick, you know, it's a pad CU, it's not hard to do a pad CU, they normally, it takes minutes. And it just took forever. And I realized it's because I had too much Deliveroo and Uber Eats. And I was like, well, I'm sitting in the restaurant. I should take priority over your fucking Deliveroo. Um, and it didn't come. And I got really, um, I didn't get angry. I was just like, oh, this is shit. I'm going to have to go to this meeting now. And the guy's like, no, no, it's coming out of the kitchen now. Another five minutes later, still not there. And he's like, it's coming out of the kitchen. And then I, I cracked it. And I walked off and I said, just give it to a homeless person. Um... Which is like, you know, I, I know childish. You know, I did, I had a tantrum. I'll admit it, I had a tantrum. 
Um, and I said, you give it to a, you don't put it into a delivery, you give it to a homeless person. See you later, man. And I walked off to the meeting, went back to the meeting and I was, I was hangry. So I was hungry and angry. And I walked into the meeting and I was just like, oh God, it's another one of these meetings again. And I said, look guys, my food didn't come. Um, I'm really hungry. Do you mind if I just, you know, is, is there anything I'm going to miss in this meeting? And I've already done a lot of stuff this year for the PNC. And they're like, no, don't just go off and have some, uh, some dinner. So I walked to a burger place that I like. I'm going to name it. It's called Mary's. Mary's is a very funky, popular burger. Um, and they've got a great, um, veg burger there. So it's, uh, the, the not meat one. I'm, I'm mad. For, I've spoken about these things too much, but I'm mad for not meat burgers and it's beautiful. I've got a problem with their bread. They use a brioche bun. So it tastes like a donut. Uh, but the innards are amazing. So I was like, oh, okay, bugger it. You dirty angry mood guy, just get yourself a burger. So I went in there and uh, I said, and I just wanted to eat by myself upstairs because I've got an upstairs section, not many people around. It was packed downstairs. I said, can I eat upstairs? And, and, and you know, it was your typical, I guess, you know, cool um, hostess. You know what I mean? Like cool in a kind of like snarky, I hate my job kind of way. And like, I don't normally have to do this for money. I've got other stuff going on. Um, so she was giving me attitude and I felt like an idiot because I know I look old now. Remember I talked about a few weeks ago about that um, young model girl in the um, clothing shop that just looked at me like my face hurt her, her eyes when she looked at it. Similar kind of vibe. And I said, oh, look, I'm just going to go sit upstairs where it's a bit private. Is that okay? And she goes, yeah, sure. Um, and she said, then you have to come down to order. And I was thinking, oh, it's a long way upstairs and then back down, I'll just order here. And she kind of like rolled her eyes at me. And then I was just like, oh, fuck. And I was already in a bad mood because I was hangry. So I was like, oh, fuck this. And I just, I just, when she wasn't looking, I just walked out. Because I was like, I can't be bothered with that kind of bullshit service. And when I say service, I just mean because I think that during COVID, um, people forgot that you have to do service inside a restaurant. I, mean, I was in hospitality. If you come in, you want to sit down for it. Be nice to the person who's coming in to your restaurant to sit down and eat a fucking burger. Don't roll your eyes and be weird. Good, how dare I? Goodness, you, you might have to bring a burger to me. No, you go upstairs, come down, you get it. You come down and order it, then go back up. That's not service. Bloody, I might as well, bloody, go upstairs, sit there, order, deliver. You know what, I might do that. That's a funny idea. I'm going to go back into that place and order Deliveroo upstairs and get the burger ordered downstairs and delivered to me upstairs. Yes. Yes. That's a funny idea. You know what? I'm going to do it because they piss me off, guys. Um, I got, Guess what? I got a special treat for you. Not only is it all bloody bloody two-minute noodle flavors and um, sausage sizzles next year in Adelaide and silly billy walks going ahead, but I got in contact with the BBC and I've got hold of the series that I made in 2016 called Not A People Person, which people over here haven't heard. You guys haven't even heard it. So I'm going to put it in the podcast today. Oh, what a nice guy. So um, at the end of the podcast, I'll be playing it. Um, I hope you enjoy it. It's pretty fun. Amazing talent in it. Uh, yeah, anyway. So uh, yeah, if anybody's got any tips on the electricity bill stuff, what to do and which providers. God, I got the hiccups today um, to go with. There we go again. Um, please let me know because I'd like to get on top of that shit right now because... Money's too tight to mention. And yes, to people on Patreon as well who have dropped off Patreon because of money, I totally get it. And I still I hope you're listening still. I hope you didn't got you know drop off Patreon because you're like, oh that guy's shit. Because I know you guys seem to be loving the podcast, which is a you know makes me feel good. Um, but if you have dropped off Patreon, it's okay. I get it. I understand. But I hope you are still listening. Uh, if you are a listener and you can spare it, um, and you can make the shortfall uh, of the people who've dropped off because they're poor. It'd be good you'll put you do one there. Go on Patreon. The link is uh, wherever you get your podcast. You get a little link. Get a little link. Um, I sent out a whole lot of emails uh, for work the other day in a group email where I just I, I, prescriptive text on my phone. Um, I told everybody uh, I was a professional Cambodian instead of comedian. I don't know how that auto corrected. Uh, but it was uh, very funny to send that out there. Like, hey, I'm currently a... Uh, I used to be, back in the day, a professional Cambodian, um, which is which is offensive. I've had a few um, fuck-ups this week. I had a massive incident in the, in the post office at Australia Post. I went in there to post tea towels to uh, Patreon subscribers. And uh, the lady there 
And she looked really timid as she was doing this. And then I realized because of the overbearing boss, there was a prick there. And anyway, she um, weighed my letter and did the thing where she puts it through a fake slot to see if it will fit. Um, and then she said, oh, that'll be $11. And I said, what? And I said, it's $2.40 the last time I did it. And she said, oh, no, that's with tracking. And I said, well, can I have it without tracking? And she said, yes. And she looked a little bit weird because then her boss looked at her, who was the guy serving next to her. And I said, do you guys always just try to charge people the full amount for tracking before you offer them like the normal rate just for a letter going in the mail? And he said to me, it's business 101, mate. That's what he said. Business 101, mate. I don't know whether that's legal. Is that legal? I guess Australia Post is not a government agency anymore. Am I am I wrong? Or is it? Or it's been private it must have been privatized. But um Business 101. What? I mean what a cunt. Who says that? Like, yeah, we do do that, but just to casually lean over and say business 101. Ugh, anyway. Oh goodness me. Uh yes. Uh I also got stuck in traffic and had to... This is awful, guys. Awful. Um, I'm not that awful. I got stuck in traffic. There was nowhere to go. I had to wee in my daughter's lunchbox. Oh, my God. Oh, she wasn't in the car, by the way, so it wouldn't have been that shocking. It was on the weekend. Awful, awful moment. And it's one of those lunchboxes... <laughs> this is so funny. It's one of those lunchboxes that's like a bento box, so it's in segments. So I had to wee and fill each segment. <laughs> ah, and then clasp it, the lid tight. And it wasn't watertight. It's not watertight. It's not urine tight. And uh, yeah, some of it splashed around and stuff. Um, not proud of, not proud of that story. Um, but hey, what else was I meant to do? What are you meant to do? Ladies, what do you do? Imagine you having to be driving and be stuck in traffic, traffic having to mount a bento box to have a have a shit ah <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> uh, what a week what a week i finished working at we work as well see you later we work you wee wankers and i stopped because i'm uh going to be working elsewhere for a little bit of time to save some cash and uh i'm kind of i kind of secretly liked it do you know the annoying thing is though is that at the WeWork I was at, uh, Netflix Australia had an office in there, or had its office in there, and it looked like I was just some desperado that was sitting outside the Netflix office um, hoping to get a comedy special or some shit, because they'd all look at me and some of them would go, oh, hey, how are you? And I'd be like, good. So on the last day I was there, because I was really embarrassed, because I've been sending out these um, envelopes to all these uh, entertainment companies and big business to say, um, thanks, I'm oh, sorry to say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here and ready to work. I was too scared to send one to Netflix because I was working at WeWork and they'd see me out there and say, so anyway, on my final day there, I did just leave it against the door. Um, I, and I expect them not to fucking thank me for it either. I can't believe these big businesses not thanking me, except for that one that I just read before, Tara. What a sweet person to do that. It was so kind. Um, anyway, the rest of them all just ignore you because they're all big wigs. I'm better than ya. See ya. Um, okay. Oh, all right. I'll just, I don't know what I'm going to play here. Just a segment breaker, just to break it up a little bit, because we've got a big, um, I think it's almost a 15 minute long episode of not a people person coming up, guys. Bloody exciting. Um, I probably won't play one next week and then I'll play one the next week after that as well, because I'm going to be, uh, traveling. All right, guys. See you in a sec. <laughs> car keys Patricia just realized I had a final fantastic animal story to tell you as well I saw for the second time in my life an ibis um, if you're in Adelaide you probably don't know what an ibis is no I think ibises have made it to Adelaide as well have they made it to Melbourne because they, they're a tropical bird uh, they're quite beautiful actually when you look at them properly they're amazing but they're known as bin chickens um, for the second time in my life I saw an ibis land on someone's head because they're pretty clumsy. They're clumsy flyers. And it was just... The first one I saw was years ago at the front of um, the ABC in Ultimo. And the second one was just the other day at Circular Key. I just saw an ibis just smack someone in the side. <laughs> it's awful. It's very funny as well. It's, I mean, it's... 
know when you see someone walk into a spider's web and they just go, their hands and face and arms go crazy? Try that with an ibis. It was, uh, it was some pretty fantastic stuff. Um, okay, uh, what else have I got to tell you guys? I, I, I don't know whether I've got anything else that's been going on this week. I'll tell you what I will be doing though, is I will be doing a Deliveroo at Mary's Burgers in Newtown. I'm really looking forward to doing that to protest their policy of having to come down and order. I think that's funny. And uh, anyway, uh, oh yeah, and I've sent out a whole lot of headshots um, in glitter uh, to casting agents because it's been a while since I've been casting something and I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I mean, I'm not desperate. I'm just like, it pisses me off a little bit, but I know you've got to hustle and I've never been a hustler. I've never been a suck up like most, um, like a lot of actors. Actors are bullshit, by the way. God, they fuck. They're just good at remembering. That's all they're good at. Um, they're a load of bullshit or bloody sucking on each other's knob holes um, for work. But yeah, I'm not very good at that. So I am. Get, I sent out, deliberately to make it look funny, a whole lot of headshots full of glitter, which is a nod. I think I mentioned this last week, maybe. To, it's a, ne- a, a nod to, to, to Tobias Funke. Yeah, I think I did mention this last week. So I've sent them all out. So we'll see who gets back to me, guys. And I'll, I'll name them. Sh- I might as well start naming and shaming. So Fremantle Media... Fuck you, you didn't get back to me. Sent your free tea towels, you pricks. Um, Disney, fuck you. Uh, binge, fuck you. Anyway, um, yeah, they did. no one even said thank you. That's the rudeness, apart from Tara, at Endemol Shine. Thank you. Um, no one even had the bloody grace to say, thanks so much for taking the time to send us this. There's nothing open at the moment, but it's really nice that you did this and we'll keep you in. What a lovely thing to do. Or just somebody go, I don't like your tea towel and I don't like you. Fuck off, don't contact me again. I would rather that than no correspondence from you. Good, what's that bloody happened to human kindness? Uh, do I have to get a COVID shot if I'm going overseas? Uh, I, I'm, I'm very excited to be thinking about going back to the UK to do work. Oh, work, 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 work. Speaking of work, God damn it, I'm sick of doing the cleaning around the house. I don't know whether anybody else is in a relationship where it's one-sided, but this is fucking... It's not even one-sided. It's two-sided, but they're both sides are on my side, if that makes sense. Uh, and even when I do... I do amazing things. Like, I'll scrub the whole house and keep... And bloody... Um, help help with the work like her work her work 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 and then i'll make a fantastic meal like mussels uh mussels in white wine with leek is what i made on sunday night delicious really good at stuff like that by the way sounds opulent it's not seafood is a lot cheaper than what you think definitely a lot cheaper than meat um always do think that option uh and go to a fishmonger go to your local fishmonger guys unless it's dodgy uh, if you want to get yourself something instead, if you want to save some money, I reckon um, seafood is uh, the way to go. It's a myth that it's more uh, expensive. Yes, a kilo of prawns is quite expensive for the kilo of what you get. Um, but in terms of mussels and stuff like that, you can make yourself a lovely, lovely bloody mussels in white wine stock. Just get yourself a cheap bottle of dry white wine. Just bloody put it in there with some finely, finely chopped leeks and garlic and simmer away some chicken stock. Then add the uh, white wine. Then you chuck all the mussels in. They'll start opening up and give them a shake in the big pot. Add a little, only a dash, and I mean a a dash of cream. Oh, what a wonderful meal with big hunks of crusty bread. Or you could just even have it on a skeddy. Oh, wonderful stuff. Um, okay, I'm going to do a deep dive right now. It's a quick one, and then we're getting into episode one of Not a People Person. Human Truffle. It's issues with young people. I'm in new media. Human Truffle. It's news, but not now yet. Human Truffle. I can do anything because I'm an overprivileged 19 year old and my dad's a barrister. Human Truffle. Human Truffle. Wednesday nights, 9 pm on ABC One. Actually, before before we go there into the deep dive, I just remembered uh, just because of all the white wine and muscles and stuff like that, I was inspired because I watched uh, a series called The Bear. Um, it's, I mean, look, if you're into food and stuff like that, it's wonderful. But if you're into drama, oh my god, it's so good. It's one of the greatest, greatest. There's one episode in it. It's a Christmas dinner with, I would dare say, they're Italian Irish. This family. And the violence and just the intensity of this Christmas dinner, it's one of the greatest moments. It's like, you know, I've not really been watching a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm not much of a watcher, even though I do say I watch stuff weekly. 
Um, I don't really watch a lot, but I watched The Bear and I loved it, loved it, loved it. Uh, if you're a fan of really good drama and food, I've worked in high stress kitchens before, so I, I know the vibe. I actually used to work with a guy, actually I might save this for next week because it's a very good story, I'm just going to write it down there. I worked with a high-end chef once upon a time and I have many funny stories about them, but I'll, sh I'll save that for, for next week. But if you get the chance, it's called The Bear and it's uh, it's extraordinary. It's just extraordinary. And guess what? It's also deeply, this is so not my world either, deeply romantic. I'm not even a romantic person and it was so romantic. Oh my God. Uh, I, I can't recommend it enough. It was sensational. All right, let's go deep diving. Deep diving. Yeah, deep diving. Deep diving. Deep diving. Deep diving. Deep diving. We're diving in the deep world of lint. Yeah, we're doing lint. 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 Lint is a common name for a visible accumulations of textile fibers and other materials usually found on and around clothing and in your belly button. Does anybody else get that? I always get a what? My, my daughter thinks it's disgusting, but it's cute. I get this big little wad of uh, lint in my belly button, always, especially with a new shirt. When you pop on a new bloody t-shirt, you get lint in your belly button. I think it's because I've got a hairy chest and it travels down and it trickles into your belly button. Strange things are belly buttons, aren't they? Uh, okay, here we go. So very short fibers that bundle together. During the course of normal wear, these fibers may either detach or be jostled out of the weave which they are a part of. This is the reason why heavily used articles such as shirts and towels become thin over time. Ah, that's why your clothes run out because they literally wear out because the lint comes off. This is the least interesting topic I've ever done. Okay, there's several types of lint. Cotton lint. Yep, got that dryer lint. Yes, that's the lint that you put your clothes through the dryer. Got to watch out with that because uh, if you leave too much in there, it might catch fire, as your nana will tell you. Empty the you've got to empty the lint thing. Empty the lint bit. It's gonna catch on fire. Uh, navel lint. Uh, belly button fluff. Uh, navel fluff. Uh, dip lint is accumulated. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, it's hair growth. The direction of hair growth. How weird is that? So I'm right. It's like a lint highway. That's why women don't really get it because they're less hairy. There's fine hairs on a woman. That sounds wrong. Don't take that out of context. There's fine hairs on a woman. That's always a trance song. Someone cut that bit out and turn it into a song. Pocket lint. Yes, we know about that. Um, oh, there's a little bit here. In the Infocom, the Infocom game, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was sold with a collection of props that included a small bag of pocket fluff. There you go. We're learning things. Biological problems. Uh, they carry bacteria and viruses, which is called biosinosis. Um, lint also presents a threat to the environment in spaces that generally do not experience human contact, constituting as one of the primary polluters in cave exploration. What? See, there you go. This deep diving's interesting because now we know that lint uh, is a great polluter on the planet when it comes to the cave system. I guess because it blows down there into like little that and micro beads, like microplastics. So mechanical problems. Lint contamination also presents what may be the most serious threat of damage to delicate mechanical devices. Well, other problems. Lint on clothing is generally considered unattractive or whatever. That's not really a problem. Um, composting. It's, is it, it is possible to compost lint retrieved from the lint screen on a dryer by adding it to other materials being composted. Well, there you go. So when you empty your dryer lint thing, does it, does it have a word? The lint, the lint department. What do you call that thing? It might be one of those words, might be one of those things that we have. Filter? The lint filter. Ah, uh, lint filter. That's the word, isn't it? Um, I thought it was going to be like, um, James Acosta had a funny joke about the thing you put your head in to take pictures. You know, the where it's got a cartoon picture of someone, but they've cut the head out and you put your head through it. There's no word for that thing. It's just called a picture you put your head in. Um, forensic science. Lint is useful to examine uh, in forensic science because it's accumulated over time. Yep, that makes sense. You can be like, you're wearing a green jumper. Here, I've got the lint as proof. Tinder. Oh, here we go. Dry lint burns readily. Although, oh, so you can take your, your lint and put it on your fire. I've got an outdoor fire thing. With a little, uh, what do you call them? A little fire half. No, what do you call it? Outdoor bloody, oh, whatever, fire pit. That's what I've got. Wound treatment. There you go. Lint was used as a form of wound treatment for cuts and sores as early as 1500 BC. I didn't even know they had lint in 1500 BC. 
and as recently as the American Civil War, lint was used specifically for treating wounds and sometimes referred to as charpie. Oh, he's, he's, uh, his legs come off. Get me some charpie. Um, except it would be in an American Civil War accent, um, which I probably cannot do. Um, well, there you go. That was everything you, you didn't need to know about lint. 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 Please send your... Um, keep sending your bloody suggestions in for... Uh, Nisha's quiche deep dive topics please 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 if you want to get on Patreon get on Patreon get a tea towel and if you want to bloody uh, get in contact with me just send me a, oh, an email or oh there were some messages I was going to play here I'm up, bloody hell I'll, I'll chuck him in hang on a minute mm. so this uh, first message is from Brad who was listening to Rollover Pavlova my kids podcast which I've bloody slackened off on I will do heaps more of them at some point but uh, he has left me a message here, so I don't know what what, uh, what this one's about. I do listen to them live. Let's have a listen. G'day Sam, this is Brad, long time listener, first time voice message recorder sender. Uh, just want to say thanks, keep on keeping on. I'm also a pharmacist though, and have been deeply Ooh. offended by your negative attitudes towards our profession. <laughs> uh, maybe you should stop looking like yourself when you go in and get your medicines um that's all enjoy it i love it it's also more fun to listen to your messages uh, to your podcast out of sync um and really get a handle on the ups and downs of your mood yeah um anyway i love it um have almost went myself multiple times in the pharmacy um <laughs> thanks mate take it easy Oh, thanks very much, Brad. And yeah, I am. I'm racist against uh, pharmacists. Not so much always pharmacists. It's the, the people that work behind the counter that ask you invasive questions that you're, you, they really, I mean, you know what I mean? Like uh, you've got a disparate or you've got some Panadol and they're like, oh, you do know how to take this, don't you? And it's like, yeah, well, yes. You're, you're obviously 17 years old and this is your part-time job on the weekend. You don't need to know uh, if I know how to take a disparate. Or like, uh, where are you going to put this fungal cream? Oh, I don't know. I was thinking about like maybe smearing it on a sandwich. No, on a salada, actually. Is, is that correct? I mean, you must know. You're, you know, you're 17 years old and you're working at the accountant, uh, the, the the counter of a pharmacy. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, do you know how to take a strepsil? Yeah, yeah, up the ass. Do I, I just pop it up the ass? We've got a sore throat, obviously. Um, thanks, Brad. Um, yeah, that's in reference to the fact that. When I was getting my ADHD medication, this one pharmacy, they honestly looked at me like I was going to be the bloody selling it on street corners, like pimping it. Mind you, like just, just to give you an indication of this and how real it is, I have had someone contact me, two people have contacted me, um, offering, maybe they were joking, but offering to buy my ADHD medication off me because they heard I was on it. Fucking hell, that's my brother-in-law. He just keeps pinging me. Um, shut up, Matt. Anyway, uh, okay. Thanks, Brad. That was bloody good, man. I've got something here from, uh, and I, I love your bloody, your cute little New Zealand accent there. Oh, I could bloody hear it. Um, uh, I've got a message from Guy here as well. It might be a dream interpretation. Hang on a sec. Okay, this is a message from Guy, our British truckie. I don't know what he's doing over there. What, what, anyway. Yeah, g'day, Sam. I, uh, took your advice on and pulled over. Um, yeah. Still think it's a pissy you think I'm a trucker, but we'll carry on with that. Oh, he's not. Guy, by the way. Um, yeah, I thought, you know what? You were kicking ass with some nursery rhymes. I thought I'd throw one out there myself. So, okay. uh, it's raining. It's pouring. What the fuck are you doing, Sharon? It's three in the morning. Who's Sharon? Get that fucking Jim Beam away, you stupid bitch. Oh, Jesus. Bloody hell, Guy. And where are you, Guy? What is going on there? I thought you were a, tr a truck driver from London. Which I thought, for, like, considering your vernacular and how Aussie you are, I have... What the hell are you? Where? What's going on with you, guy? I thought you were a truck driver from London. Which is obviously not true. Anyway, I'd like to know more, guy. If you could email me back and let me know. Um, Jim Beam always makes me laugh. Uh, it's just a... It's the wrong one of the... I mean, look, I don't... I, I don't drink! Guys, I, don't, I just don't drink anymore. It's been a revelation. I cannot believe it. I'm not even proud of myself. It's just something I don't seem to be doing anymore, which is a really what It's a big thing for me. Um, anyhow, uh, Guy, let me know more about what you're doing with your life. Okay, that's it. I'm going now. So have a wonderful week. I'm about to play you episode one of uh, Not A People Person, so it's not over yet. This is a series I made with BBC Radio 4 uh, over in the UK, and it's... Uh, I, look, I've, I've not heard it since 
uh, I made it. So good luck to all of us. I hope you enjoy it. All my love. Do send me messages. I love them. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. From the great deserts of Africa to the tropical jungle, from the Arctic tundra to our farms, parks, and city streets, our world is home to over 100,000 species of bird. But how much do we know about these magnificent creatures? Understanding birds takes a special kind of person. Not a cat person or a dog person, or even a monkey person. And most of all, not a people person. And that's just the kind of person Sam Simmons is. Sam Simmons is not a people person. Let's follow him now on his quest to meet the most extraordinary birds in the world. Today, we're in a hedge on the Lower East Side of Toronto, waiting for the incredibly rare Margot's Fiddle Warbler, an Arctic finch which returns to Toronto every autumn to lay its eggs. It's an extraordinary bird and one of Sam's favourites. Yes, the Fiddle Warbler. I just love its whole vibe. Azure and turquoise plumage and most of all its beautiful song. Male and female finches typically have very different colour markings from one another and generally it's the males that carry the more colourful plumage. But what the female lacks in colour, she more than makes up for in other ways. That's the female with her very distinctive mating call. Sure enough, a male fiddle warbler has responded to the female's song. Male fiddle warblers are extremely rare and are easily startled, so we need to be very quiet and still if we're going to hear... What? What's that noise? Sam's stealthy approach to the fiddle warbler's nest seems to have been sabotaged by an approaching group of men on scooters speaking Italian. Italians? Bloody Italians! Look at just keep it down. Oh, he's just, just talking loudly and gesticulating. They're going to scare away the male. Mamma mia! And with that, the warbler flies away, leaving Sam. Oh, to... bloody Italians! Oh, they always do this. Hey, you got a problem? Yeah, you! Look, I'm very sorry. It's just that we're doing this show about birds, and I think you might have startled that warbler. And now Sam here's a little upset. Also, he hasn't been feeling very well lately, so... Oh, you better start feeling better or I'll wrap a tire iron around the back of your neck, you little punk. Oh, really? Yeah, really? Look, look, let's just try and leave it there, gentlemen. Fanta la tucci la planta! What does that even mean? I don't know! The Italians have sped off into the distance on their pastel-coloured Vespers. Now Sam... Italia! Why do Italians piss you off so much? Just the Italianness. Right. Well, you know, not just any Italian on the street. I'm talking about those over-gesticulating Italians. Pardon? You know, over-gesticulating Italians. Um, not following you. Okay. You know when you're uh, trying to walk into a shop and then you see a group of people standing in the doorway having a very animated and seemingly quite aggressive conversation? You know, with their arms all flapping all over the place. Yes. Italians! I'm just gonna, uh, excuse me, I'm just going to... Uh, if you wouldn't mind just like... Are you sure that isn't just a lazy, racist generalisation? No! Italians. Bloody Italians. Look, do you actually know anything about Italians? Lasagna. Oh, I love lasagna. You know, my mother used to make the most... Yeah, I love delicious. the sound. The sound of a lasagna? Yeah. Oh, yes, that does sound good. But it doesn't explain why gesticulating Italians annoy you so much. Look, they just do, okay? Well, we already seem to have a complaint, huh? Already? Yes. Okay, give it to me. 
Dearsan. I'm listening to the show right now. And as a proud Italian man, I have to say, I was really offended by the suggestion that Italians over-gesticulate and they're in the way all the time. From Sean in Dunwich. Well, I guess my immediate response to that would be, what type of Italian is named Sean? What are you talking about? I mean, maybe I should come and watch you in your natural habitat, you cornhole. You have no right to say that. Love, Sam. Could we maybe get back to the show about birds? It's just that our listeners were under the impression that this was going to be a nature documentary, aren't they? And we've flown all the way out here to Toronto to see a fiddle warbler, and now... Screw the fiddle warbler! I can't stop thinking about Italians now! It's getting crazy in here! My head's just full of Italy things! Italians! Look, let's just chill out and eat some lunch. What, lunch at a time like this with a gang of wild Italians on the loose? You know they do mafia stuff, man. Well, in Sicily, there is a small... And they drink foot wine. What? They tread on grapes to make wine with their feet. Well, it's interesting. Some people say this assists the fermentation process by churning and rechurning. Look, let's just calm down and try to get on with the show, okay? <sighs> the fiddle warbler is technically a oh, member of the Oh, shut up. Let's just go get those Italians. Sam, let it go. The Italians are long gone. Vespered off into the outskirts of Toronto. Then I'll follow them. On foot? No, I've got a little secret. A secret, eh? Yes. Let's just call it the bus. Sam is waiting at the bus stop for a bus to stop. One goes past. And then another. Hey! And another. Hey! But none of them seem to be stopping. Look, I'm sick of waiting. I'm going to call this bus complaints line. Hello, Suburban Buses Complaints Line. Yes, hello. I uh, just want to make a complaint, please. Yes, go on. Well, the bus won't stop for me. What do you mean? Well, they just keep speeding past the bus stop. Oh, you need to calm down, sir. I am calm. Well, how exactly are you hailing down the bus, sir? With my arm. Explain to me exactly how you're doing it. By holding one arm up in the air. Facing the bus? Yes. Are you waving? Yes. Well, that may be your problem. What? Well, the driver may think you're just waving hello. Why would he think that? Because it's a friendly gesture. People like bus drivers. Oh, I can see the bus coming now! OK, just, just, just relax, OK? I'll talk you through this. Do exactly what I say. Now, are you facing the front of the bus that is coming towards you? Yes! Are you facing the bus, sir? Yes, please go quickly. The bus is coming! OK, uh, hold, hold up your left arm at a 45-degree angle. I don't even know what 45 degrees is! Uh, imagine a 10, 10 o'clock on the clock face. OK, OK, I've got it, got it, got it. Now, hurry! OK, look at him and... What? It's all about confidence. Look like you want to be on the bus. Just be on the bus in your mind. I do not understand. Look, just please help me. It's nearly here. Okay, close your eyes and listen to me. Be the bus. 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 Oh, it's only two stops. Two stops closer to those Italians. So I guess the show's just about Italians now? Yes. And here's all the Italian info you need so you can talk us through it. Check out the inf, man. The over-gesticulation of the Italians began long ago in ancient Rome. The Romans' revolutionary system of viaducts piped fresh water from canals and rivers up to their stately villas and farms in the hills of Rome. But this invention, which allowed their empire to grow and their population to thrive, also led to their doom. Roman pipes were made of lead, and the lead poisoning carried by the water eventually sent the aristocracy of Rome mad. Their behavior became more and more erratic. Sex orgies, wild feasts of giraffe neck with grizzly bear stuffing. Grizzly bear stuffing? Yes. Did you make this up? Yes. Right. Eventually, Roman civilization was plunged into decadence and depravity, and the Roman language crumbled into decay. So the people of Rome couldn't not speak good anymore. So, sorry, that is some terrible grammar. Is that correct? Yes, I got it here. The people of Rome couldn't not speak good anymore. Okay. So the people of Rome couldn't not speak good anymore, and they were forced to use violent hand gestures to communicate with one another. That has got to be completely untrue. Shh! Oh my... There they are! Look at them! Oh, listen to them being all Italian. Oh my God, it looks like they're about to get into a heated discussion. They're going to be over-gesticulating at any minute now. Any minute now. 
any minute now. I'm really bored, and I don't know why I'm here. Shut up, Posho! What's your problem with Italians anyway? Nothing. Tell me, goddamn you. No. Yes. No. Yes. No! Yes. Okay! You want to know the truth? <sighs> when I was a kid, I was playing in the street one day with my best friend, Michael Pavlidor. Anyway, this Italian man was just walking down the street and he, he didn't see us playing in the gutter. He, he tripped and he fell on me. Hey! What do you mean, he fell on you? I mean, he, he tripped on Michael Pavlidor's Tonka truck and then he, he, fe he, fell, on he fell on top of me. Um. <laughs> he, was he was gesticulating all over the place like a mad Italian. Right. <laughs> That, that, that was that was a sad bit. Bit of a sad bit. That was a sad bit. Bit of a sad bit. That was a sad bit. Sad bit. Sad bit. Sad bit. Bit of a sad bit. Sad that bit wasn't it? Was a sad bit. Sad bit. Sorry, I just I feel like I've bummed you out. Is it sad bit? Sad bit. 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 Sad if you do get sad, well I think that's pretty bad Some people might think that you might be a bad sad It's a bit sad, it's a little bit sad Did you get really sad? Cause you shouldn't get sad If you do get sad, well I think that's pretty bad Some people might think that you might be a bad sad It's a bit sad, it's a little bit sad Did you get really sad? Cause you shouldn't get sad If you do get sad, well I think that's pretty bad Some people might think that you might be a bad sad It's a bit sad, it's a little bit sad Did you get really sad? It's a bit sad, it's a little bit sad, it's a 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 bit sad, it's one day in 1987, an Italian man was walking down the street minding his own business when he slipped on a toy fire truck that you and your stupid friend Michael Pavlador had left in the middle of the footpath and then fell on you waving his arms in the air. Yes. Ever since I've just been deeply afraid of Italians. Well, this is ridiculous. But that lasagna sounds delicious. I'm hungry. I'm off. Oh, this is wonderful lasagna. Oh, Italians. Is it your mama's old recipe? Italians. Hey! You in the hedge! Get over here! Bloody Italians. Hey, look, I'm, I'm sorry about what happened back there with the, with the Vespa and everything. Hey, get over here. Have a slice of lasagna. I have to say, I am pretty hungry. And so Sam and the Italians ate lasagna and drank foot wine deep into the night. This is good vino! I made it with my feet! Yeah, you can tell it has strong footnotes! <laughs> Next week on Not a People Person. Hello, pumpkin soup hotline. Ah! Uh, uh, hello! I have an issue with my pumpkin soup. Go on. Can we get back to the Finch now? No. Oh, this is the worst documentary ever. Oh.